This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today. Fans, founders, and insiders like you help us keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going. And we thank you for your support. This is Mike Rallman from the Be Our Guest podcast. And you're listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 141 of the Runny Drink Podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I am your co-host, Dana. A very hearty and heartfelt happy Thanksgiving. Yes, as this episode drops this week, it is Tuesday when this has appeared in the feed. That mm-hmm. means you are but a mere 48 hours away from a turkey coma if you are here in the United States. Oh, first a turkey trot and then a turkey coma. Yes, Maybe some some uh, football. Yeah, falling asleep in a chair. You know, a fantastic holiday. Hopefully, you don't have to work. Yes, and I don't. Uh, and, for a I, and, and I don't. So we are going to take advantage of spending time with friends and family, and we hope you get to do the same. And we just want to take the opportunity to say happy Thanksgiving, and we are thankful for you we really are um we have been so fortunate i mean it's this is a a great year for people to take some time over thanksgiving and really think about the things that they're thankful for indeed and it's it's hard to think of it's hard to go you know really focus on the positives in a year like 2020 but i think that that is what you have to do in a year like 2020. And to keep moving forward. The fact of the matter is, if you're here and you're listening to this, then you probably have something to be thankful for. Focus on that. And we focus on all of you. Absolutely. And, you know, we can hope for an even better 2021. Today on the show, though, I am very excited because... I titled this show the Tampa Trifecta. Yeah. A little yeah. bit of alliteration there, a little homage to my yes, yes. my old stomping grounds, the place from whence I came. Yes. Very near and dear to my heart because you are my heart. We have a turkey trot, which is a an in-person race, but then we also have a very important virtual race and an interview to share with you on the run segment of today's show. Yes. And then once we finish with the run segment, we're going to talk about some food favorites from the trifecta of Tampa. And what is the trifecta of Tampa of Tampa? Because we will share drinks from that as well in our drink portion of the show. So the Tampa trifecta comes from the Columbia restaurant group 
The Columbia Restaurant Group has a lot of different restaurants, but the trifecta that we have experienced and will talk about would be Goody Goody, the Columbia Restaurant, and Eulalie. Yeah, if you are a Tampa native or if you have traveled to the area and spent any time there at all. You might have run Gasparilla maybe. Yeah. Because that's a big race there in Tampa. Or just attended the Gasparilla Parade. Parade, yeah. You've probably heard of one of those restaurants, certainly the Columbia being the most famous of those. But oh. those, two of those three are actually ingrained into the culinary history of the city. Culture. And they're places that I grew up going to as a kid. Yes, born and raised in Tampa. So getting the opportunity to still enjoy those restaurants, thanks to the Columbia Restaurant Group and their continued success with good, with the Columbia restaurant, their willingness to bring back the goody-goody after mm-hmm. it closed, and then creating something new in Eulalie that we have had an opportunity to enjoy. Yes. We're going to recap some of our favorites from these places. Yeah, and, that we're thankful for. And give you an opportunity to plan your next culinary adventure down in the city by the bay in Florida. Which we will certainly come and meet you and partake in if... If you want. If you invite us. I mean, you know, come on. So, shall we begin? Let's talk running. Yes! Last year, we got to do our first ever turkey trot. We had never done one before. It's hard to believe, given that we've been podcasting for four years, three years last year. Yeah. That we had never done a turkey trot, but we hadn't. And this one was a lot of fun. A lot of families, a lot of just community. And a great closed course. Mm -hmm. And a great closed course at Hertz Arena. And from what we hear, it's going to be live. Yes, we are going to be doing the same event that we did last year. This is hosted by Elite Events. And this is held at the Hertz Arena, Mm -hmm. which is... It's in Estero. It's an indoor, Florida. like yeah. it's it's a great venue for um, concerts. For concert. Well, I think it's better for sports than it is for concerts. Okay, personally, but, but concerts have been a, there. It's a concert and sporting ev- uh, venue. Arena, yeah. Dome, mm-hmm. and and Danny agrees too. You can hear mm-hmm. her in the distance. You probably can. Um, but they do this event. They did this event last year. It basically is is you know a nice lap around the property mm-hmm. of Hertz Arena. Very little out on the streets, which I liked about that. Yeah. And I think that the people involved in the race, that, and I mean the runners, and then the people who are volunteers along the course are very supportive. So it's it's a great community event, and we can't pass up an opportunity to do a live run. Right. And I know that they're going to be doing the social distancing, mm-hmm. and they're going to you know be encouraging everybody to run safely and run smartly. Sure. But awesome opportunity to get out and if not be close to other human beings at least be around other human beings i'll settle for that at this point and earn that turkey dinner my friend well i and i do need to create a calorie deficit early in the day so we're gonna do it and i remember feeling so good going into the day after doing that so it helps it will be a great morning i know that yeah and elite events does 
does races all mm-hmm. over the place. Yeah, there's a Sarasota half marathon and Regardless yeah. of where you're listening to us, yeah. chances are good that somewhere around your community there is a turkey trot being done, whether in person or virtual. Yeah. I'm going to suggest that everybody, before you start gorging yourself <laughs> on turkey and dressing. Which and we fully intend to do. Mashed potatoes and potato salad and all of that stuff. All the fixings. Create that calorie deficit. Get out there and get some running in. Like get those positive endorphins like Jeff Galloway would say. Oh, yeah. We're also doing a virtual 5K. We are having a busy, busy week here at the Runny Drink Podcast. We are. I, all of a sudden, I got an email notice that, ding, we are registered for Richard's Run. I can't help myself. I, I know. I see that. And... How could we not? Because the Columbia is the site of our very first food or eating portion of the Runny Drink podcast ever. Yes, and the race, Richard's Run, is named for Richard Gonsmart, the president of the Columbia Restaurant Group. Oh. And we were really lucky. Uh, a couple of years ago, we did his Father's Day 5K right. run, which goes along the Tampa River Walk. Mm-hmm. And while we were there, we were interviewing Richard's daughter, and we were interviewing the gentleman who we're going to be having on the show here in just a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. And he told us about this other run that they do. We had so much fun there. We're like, wow, this was great. And he goes, well, if you liked this one, you really ought to come back for Richard's Run in November. Richard's Run for Life. And you can find out more about it at uh, richardsrunforlife.org. But Mr. Michael Kilgore, who is the chief marketing officer for the Columbia Restaurant Group, was so generous with his time to talk with us about Richard's Run for Life 5K, what it's normally like, the virtual race this year, which is still open and available through November 30th. And we're going to talk about that you know, during the interview that you're about to hear, but we want to encourage everybody, after you listen to this, we hope that you're moved to head on over to richardsrunforlife.org and sign up and join our mm-hmm. team yes. and help raise some funds for... A great cause. Yes. So without further ado, let's listen to the interview that we had with Michael Kilgore of the Columbia Restaurant Group. You know, anybody who's been listening to the Run Eat Drink podcast really since its inception knows that we have a very strong connection to Tampa. Of course, that's where I'm from. That's your hometown, born and raised. Born and raised. And when you start talking about Tampa and the food scene, one name comes up again and again, Mm -hmm. and that's the Columbia Restaurant. That was, in fact, the first restaurant that we covered on this podcast. Absolutely. And it's a place that I went as a child starting at about age three. Three. And I think we had one of our first dates there. Oh, the controversial. Was it our first date? Was it, in fact, our first date? Yes. I don't know, but (laughs) it was early on in the relationship as it was burgeoning. Yes. Blossoming even. Great place. The fact of the matter is, if you're talking about the Tampa culinary scene and really the the Florida culinary scene at large. Indeed, yes. The Columbia Restaurant 
and its associated properties mm-hmm. are part of that conversation. Yes. And tonight, we are incredibly fortunate to have a special guest on the show, Michael yes, Kilgore. we are. The Chief Marketing Officer for the Columbia Restaurant Group. Michael, welcome to the Running Drink Podcast. Thank you so much. Nice to talk to you, you both again. We are so glad to have you, and we talked... When we did the Father's Day run at Ulele Restaurant early on in our podcast, and it, it, it was such a great conversation and such a great experience, and everybody was there to support a, a great cause. We couldn't help but want to feature your November race. No, I appreciate that. That's uh, the Father's Day run where we originally met uh, was a, is a relatively new event. We started in 2014, but this one's sort of the granddaddy. It's uh, Richard's Run for Life. It's named for our uh, owner, Richard Consmart, mm. And uh, this is our 19th year uh, of doing this event. And the beneficiary is the Moffitt Cancer Center, the leading, I think, cancer facility in the country. And it's based right here in Tampa. So mm. we've managed to raise over the first 18 years, we've raised $1.5 million from Moffitt just through our little running event and post-race party. Wow. So in a typical year, you said this would be the 19th annual Richards Run for Life. In a typical year, what would this race look like? Oh, well, uh, the first Friday in, uh, in November, which this year I think was November 6th, uh, we have about 2,000 people gather in Ybor City at Centennial Park, and they run on the brick streets of Ybor uh, at whatever pace they, uh, they desire. And then we have one of the best post-race parties, I think, anywhere, because all of our restaurants participate. You know, you mentioned the Columbia. We have Columbia. We have Ulele. We have Cha-Cha Coconuts. Uh, we were going to have Casa Santa Stefano, our new Sicilian restaurant that just opened last Thursday. They were going to be there. Uh, our our uh, brewmaster, Tim Shackton, was going to be there with Eulalie, uh, Eulalie Beer. So that's normally what we do. Uh, it's, it's, it's a great party right after the race. And mm. uh, some people, frankly, just buy um, tickets and come to the party and, and <laughs> skip that whole running thing. But uh, we have listeners that's what like it that. normally looks like. That's what it normally <laughs> looks like. And, you know, early on, like so many events mm. uh, this year, it, it looked like that was probably not going to happen. So we had to make a decision pretty early whether we were going to have an event, not have an event in person, mm. uh, skip it all together. We didn't want to do that. And so we basically said, okay, we'll do it as a virtual event. Um, not quite as much fun and, and not the party that we normally give. So we, right. we tried to brainstorm how we could do this. So you may remember from our conversation before that, that we do events a little differently. We, we pay for all expenses. Mm. And we donate 100% of the revenue, not 100% of the profits, 100% of the revenue. Right. Mm. And, and so we said, what can we do? So this year for a $30 registration, uh, you get a $25 gift card that you can use either Columbia or Ulele. So basically you're out of pocket $5. <laughs> and we still give 100% of the money to Moffitt. So this is basically you guys donating a 
bunch of money, but wrapping it up in a charity-run kind of wrapper because this is really not relying on the funds raised by the, the race participants, but it's just giving them an opportunity to participate and do something awesome for Moffitt and for the community. Yeah, awesome's good. That's what we go for. Um, it, it does a couple of things. Mm. Uh, it, it spreads the word about about the great work that Moffitt does. It um, we have obviously other sponsors who come in, so we have corporate sponsors who who want to participate in the cause, and, and um, they have donated, and um, it encourages people to to get out and run, which is mm. another thing that we like. Whether whether you're running in your neighborhood or running on a track or running on Bayshore Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does all those things. And, and yes, we are, we are contributing the gift cards and, and people come to our restaurants, but, but, and they're donating maybe $5 out of pocket. Mm-hmm. But, but I think it achieves a lot of goals. Um, I took a tour of Moffitt, I think, oh, probably around nine years ago. And I met one of the researchers and that morning, she said something that I, I obviously still remember because I'm going to quote it to you now, but it has stayed with me. And she said, every morning I wake up and I say, this is the day I will find a cure for cancer. Wow. How, you know, how can you not be touched by that? How can you not be impressed by her dedication and her and her drive? So this is a way for us to um, to encourage people to give to Moffitt. Uh it's it's a virtual 5K. We started uh, the very end of October. Mm-hmm. We're cutting it off at the end of uh, end of this month, at the end of November. So there's a little little bit of time. Sure. You can go to richardsrunforlife.org, or you can go to Race Roster and look up uh, and look up Richards Run. But we'll do it. We'll cut it off at the uh, November 30th, or about at the end, end of the month. But we still think we'll raise maybe $150,000. Uh, this year to add to our 1.5 million that we've raised in the first 18 years. Oh, that's fantastic! Uh, and if you want a shirt, um, we don't really do medals, mm-hmm. but if you want a shirt, we will. We for another ten dollars, we'll we'll throw in uh, we'll throw in a dry fit race shirt, the finisher shirt uh, for this year's run. And again, all the money all the money goes to Moffitt, and they tell us how much they appreciate this and how much it means to them. And uh, it's just um, it's it. It's great to be able to, I mean, you know, I work in marketing, but this is kind of like our side gig where we, we put on events to, to help charities. Yeah. So uh, it's, uh, it's one of the more rewarding aspects of the work that I do. Now, having been to one of your events, I mm. can say you don't run that event like it's just a side gig. That is one of Mm-mm. the most professional, oh, yeah. fun, family-friendly events that we've been to really in the four-plus years of us doing the Running Drink podcast. That is true. That's that's so kind. I really appreciate you saying that. I think maybe part of it is, uh, you know, Richard Gonsmart, our our owner, and – and uh, and I, uh, we're, we're both runners, so we've we've done full marathons and half marathons and you know five Ks and fifteen Ks and ultras and things like that. And um, 
So we know what we like and we mm. know what makes a successful event. So if we have managed to parlay that into into a great event for others, then that's 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 our goal. Obviously, I, I would never say that myself, but if you're saying it, I really appreciate it. Oh yeah, uh, it's uh, it's 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 always our goal. You want to you want to be or- well organized. You want to feed people. I mean, it, the Gasparilla race normally in a normal oh. year, we provide 1905 salad and black beans and rice. And oh, paella. we know. We the know. end of the race. We um, love that about that race. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason we normally did that we do that is because Richard finished the finished the half marathon one year, and he said, "You know, if you run a half marathon, people deserve more than a, than a bagel and a, and a banana." That is true. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what the the paella and the salad definitely beats the free banana. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Now, the the virtual experience, you all have worked really hard. Like you said, there's an, there's an optional dry fit race shirt, but there's also, there's a custom bib that people can, can print. I got mine in my email today. Yeah. There is a custom bib, uh, you know, and the nice thing about this is everybody is number one. Everybody's number one as we run alone together as uh, richardsrunforlife.org says. But you also have created a playlist as well on Spotify. Wow. Uh, you guys did your research. Yes, we did. We thought we, <laughs> you know, we tried to make it uh, as all-inclusive as we could. And uh, because we also have music. We usually have yeah. either live music or, or a great playlist at our after party. And we thought... and. I don't know about you, but I like I like running to music. I like hearing the crowds mm-hmm. and stuff, but I really like running to music. It inspires me. So that yeah. that playlist is a, is is a little heavy on the seventies, I think, this time. But but uh, it has some it has some driving music. And, yeah. Uh, it's it's set to I think it's timed at about forty minutes. So yes. I thought that was a pretty good pace for for, for uh, and a good songs for about a forty minute uh, forty minute five k. That's fantastic! I can't wait to listen to and it. And it's uh, you know the thing about virtual, we say it's it's your rate, you know your pace, your mm-hmm. space, right? Yeah, go wherever you want, and uh, and there are people who have said, "Do I have to? You know, do I? Can I run it on three different days? Of course. Yeah. And does it matter what my time is? No. Um, you can enter your time. That's the other thing with race roster is that you can, once you've completed your 5k, you can go in and enter your time. It's the honor system, but mm-hmm. enter your time and, uh, you can see how you fared, uh, compared to other people who are running. So we've been, we've been very pleased you know, a lot of, a lot of events have had to go virtual this year. Mm-hmm. So we had, we had quite a bit of competition. That's why we try to go and provide some extra things as much as we could. Uh, this cause is really important to us. Mm-hmm. This cause is really important to Richard. Um, Richard was on the board uh, at Moffitt uh, years before he ever was diagnosed with prostate cancer. And uh, in 2013, the day of his race, the day of Richard's run, he found it the night before. And that morning he told us that uh, that he had prostate cancer. Now he's gone in for treatment. He's, he's totally recovered he's Mm. fine he's running half marathons and all that stuff again but even before that touched him personally uh, it was it was a special cause to him and uh, what Moffitt is doing there's a there's a special therapy that's called uh, brachytherapy and it's a a a less invasive less intrusive uh, type of treatment for many kinds of cancer not just not just prostate cancer Mm. and uh, 
Moffat has it, but they needed a, a dedicated suite because what they what they were doing was they're having to do part of the part of the treatment in one room, and then move people to another room. So we we pledged to donate million dollars, which is the which is half the cost of the brachytherapy suite. So that's where all this money is going is is to to have a dedicated suite, which means they will be able to to treat at least twice as many people because they don't have that that downtime of having to split the rooms, as I understand it. Oh wow. I I think it's amazing what you all are, are doing to help support Moffitt because I, I think that everyone in our audience and our family as well has been touched by this and had to deal with or, or support somebody going through this, fighting this, this disease. And anything that we can do and anything that the members of the Runcation Nation can do to help support this and move this kind of therapy forward or uh, the research that supports it is just something that we really want to help do. We are registered for the race. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And we want uh, members of our Runcation Nation to join our Run, Eat, Drink podcast team at richardsrunforlife.org. And we, we just... We can't thank you enough for all you do for the community in Tampa. And let's be clear, uh, just because this is benefiting the Moffitt Research Center in Tampa, people come from all over the country for treatment there. Yes. So this is actually impacting people all over the United States. Yes, people do come from all over the country. And, and that's also, you know, it's, it's the thing about a virtual event, that's a, bl- a bright spot as mm-hmm. well, is that, you don't have to come to Tampa to run it. You can oh. run it wherever you are. You can be in, you know, you can be on the other side of Florida. You can be in Atlanta. You can be in California. You can be anywhere and participate, and and uh, and and know that you're you're helping a, a great cause. And uh, you know, cancer touches everyone, as you said. It's it's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's just a terrible, awful disease, and it touches everyone. Um, my mother died of cancer. Uh, but, but everyone has those stories these days, unfortunately. And, uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's my honor and my privilege that Richard lets us do this. I mean, it, he, he, he just says, you know, we need to, we need to put on events. We need to, we need to raise money and we need to do whatever it takes because he is convinced that we will find a cure for cancer. Maybe not in our lifetime, maybe mm. so, but but we have to keep trying. And uh, the thing we say a lot is, you know, step by step, we're finding a cure. And that's what we're doing with whether you're running or walking or jogging or sprinting. Step by step, you're making a difference. Couldn't have said it better myself. Run, Eat, Drink podcast listeners, Runcation Nation, head over to Richard's Run for Life dot org and sign up and join the Runcation Nation team. Most of your race entry fee comes back to you in the form of a gift card that you can use when you are coming down here once mm-hmm. travel is back to normal. Yeah. And you can feel good about supporting this amazing event. 
Michael Kilgore, Chief Marketing Officer for the Columbia Restaurant Group. Thank you so much for your time and coming on the Running Drink Podcast today. Thank you. It's great to talk to you again, and I, I can't wait to see you both. Now, can I ask a bonus question before we depart? I don't know. Is it hard? It's not hard. It's not hard, but we are the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And the Columbia Restaurant Group combines the best of running, eating, and drinking. Fantastic food and beverage. So if you would indulge us, what is your favorite dish to eat after a run that comes from one of your restaurants? Oh, my goodness. That's... uh that's so hard. We have oh, so no. many. <laughs> we have so many restaurants and so much, so much good food. Um, there's a, a grown group that I belong to called Run Tampa that you may have heard of. Yes. And uh, they run every Sunday morning from Goody Goody, our, our sort of uh, it's old school diner. It opened originally in '25, and we love and, that place. Uh, we reopened, closed in 2005. And we bought the rights and reopened it. So I typically will. Because it, it starts and ends there. I, I love getting a you know, hearty breakfast or, uh, or even a burger for breakfast. But if I have my choice, I would eat pasta any day of the week. I Ooh. love pasta. And uh, we just opened a Sicilian restaurant last Thursday, Casa Santa Stefano, in an old macaroni factory in Ybor City. So I think my pattern may change a bit. I think it's going to, I think I'm probably going to move on to pasta. Ooh. Okay, and we definitely have to check out that new restaurant, I'm telling you. We do indeed. We've got to get there. Yeah, and then one more question is <laughs> the beverage of choice, since it's the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We have to end on that. Oh, I, you know, I, our brewmaster, Eulalie, will, will hit me if I don't say, oh. and, and it's true. I, I think there's a... There's a uh, there's an anniversary ale that we did that was really good, and we've had some some really dark beers there. The great, so I I think a good a good cold beer from Yulele is probably what I'd have to go with. We may or may not be sipping on some wedding beer as we are recording this. Yes, <laughs> we got a growler filled when we were up there at the be- beginning of uh, November, and it's just we cannot say enough about that wedding beer and Tim Shackton, your head brewmaster. You are. Uh, I mean, I can't even talk straight because I just love that beer so much. So you know, uh, you know what Tim did for uh, when when the uh, the Lightning won the Stanley Cup, we did a special Bolts Brew and uh, delivered about I don't know seventy growlers to the arena to Emily. So it was at the it was at their lockers when they came back from from uh, from Canada, and then uh, then we sold them. At the restaurant at Ulele, so people would come in and, and buy their light, you know, their Bolts Brew growlers and uh, fill it with the beverage, uh, the Ulele beer of their choice. Yay. So, you know, when you come up here, I'll make sure that you guys get some. Oh, we can't wait. We can't wait. Deal. And again, <laughs> Michael Kilgore, thank you so much for taking time to talk with us and share all of this wonderful Richard's Run for Life information, the 5K, the virtual 5K this year. Runcation Nation, let's get out there and do it. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. What a great, great guy. He's so nice. I mean, he he remembered us when we in, reached out to him. He remembered us from a couple of years ago. He just was like, absolutely. And 
he was talking to us actually the the part of, of that you didn't hear in the interview he was actually on his way home from work talking to us he'd stopped off at goody goody yeah. to get burgers on the way home yes and interesting fact about Michael is that he's an ultra runner. Yeah, yeah. And the version of the burger he got was a vegetarian burger. They are now offering impossible versions of their burgers Fantastic. at the Goody Goody. So if you want to stay plant-based, you can. Yay. So again, if you go to uh, richardsrunforlife.org, Sign up, join our team. Yeah, and our team's name is Run, Eat, Drink Podcast. That should be pretty easy for folks to remember. Mm-hmm. So when you registration, you can. I was going to say, join the team. Search for it. Raise a little bit of money for this great event. You're going to get $25 of your race entry fee back in the form of a gift card. Mm-hmm. And when you get to where you're comfortable traveling, mm-hmm. coming down this way, you've got money to spend at one of their restaurants and... It is money well spent. If you've ever heard us talk about the food at their restaurants before, you can't go wrong. And you're about to hear us talk about some more. Yeah. So, and if you are local to the celebration area in the Orlando kind of area of Florida, or you're in the Tampa area, you're in St. Augustine, you're in Sarasota, and you happen to do this virtual, then you have the perfect place to go because you have a Columbia near you. So you can literally accomplish, explore, and indulge with the Columbia Restaurant Group. Yeah. And by the way, they're not a sponsor. We just love what they do. We do. We love the fact that they're raising funds for the Moffitt Cancer Center, and it's just an amazing, amazing place. So We've talked about our passion for fighting cancer and supporting those who are going through it and their families. And I just, you know, that's why we run the Donna Marathon every year. And the fact that we can support this virtually this year is amazing. And we hope the Runcation Nation will join us. That said, we've been talking about running. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about some food. Yeah. Because I'm looking at these, I have the websites all pulled up for these places, oh, and I'm looking and at the, the menus pictures. and the pictures and our pictures. And if you come down to do this race or any other race in the in Florida, and you have the opportunity to go to one of the restaurants from what we're calling the Tampa Trifecta, mm-hmm. you're not going to be disappointed. It's true. And we are talking about some of our favorites. Mm-hmm. from these places things yeah. that that speak to us and it can be appetizer entree or dessert it doesn't mm, matter yeah. but um each restaurant is so unique in their their point of view when it comes to food mm. and you regardless of which one you go to you're not going to get anything that's similar or the same at one restaurant the only thing they the have other. in common is delicious food yes and amazing service and just it those are the things that they have in common really really and we call it the tampa trifecta because we have actually been to goody goody we've been to ulele and we have been to the columbia yes more recently than goody goody and ulele we have been to the columbia for your birthday 
Yes, just a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. we went to the Columbia restaurant, actually in Celebration, Florida, which mm-hmm. is up near Orlando. Yeah. And that, again, you've heard me talk about it before. This is a place that I went to. One of my earliest dining memories going out to a restaurant with my family is at the Columbia restaurant at their Ybor City location. I actually got to meet Liberace face-to-face. Yes. I remember this big man with a lot of shiny... Um, yeah, just, just something else. And, you know, when you go there, it's this, you know, Spanish courtyard look to the restaurant and interior and the food is just amazing. You know, Mm. this heavy Spanish influence, just incredible, incredible food, whether you're talking salads, Mm. tapas, Mm. or entree, you can't go wrong. And, I mean, I've certainly got some um, some favorites on this menu. I do too. Well, why don't you start us off? Should I? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, we we have talked about the devil crab croquettes, and I think we talked about it that that appetizer, that tapas, mm-hmm. on our very first episode. But I feel like I need to talk about it now because when the Columbia first reopened after recent events safely, they didn't have this on the menu when we went in Clearwater back in June. No, this one didn't come back immediately. It didn't come back immediately. And, you know, a lot of places have had... Uh, a, a limited menu as they start to ramp up and figure everything out and do it safely and well. And we were so excited to have the devil crab croquettes come back to the menu and for us to have them on your birthday weekend celebration. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, want to describe this yes. bad boy. Okay. For so it's $10, but I'm telling you it's worth it. A simple croquette made from seasoned cooked blue crab meat, paprika, and garlic, then breaded with Cuban breadcrumbs and fried. So we got, there were, there were two of them. And it's like, um, it, it, it's, sh- it's shaped in this, in, as a ball. This time. This time. Normally it's just one. Normally it's one larger one. Very that's large shaped one. Almost like a small football. Mm-hmm. And this one was like to kind of like, um, I don't know, maybe golf ball, tennis ball golf size, ball size. golf ball size. Yeah. And I'm telling you the Cuban breadcrumbs, they're not like, they're not like cracker crumbs. They're not like cornmeal. Closer to panko. Closer to panko, but maybe not quite that thicker texture. They are amazing, and they they come, you just, you squirt a little bit of lemon on there, and when you break it open, it is just flaky crab meat and just a gentle kiss of spice from the paprika, and you can get, the Columbia has its own hot sauce. They do. And that is amazing to put on this. And their hot sauce is 
akin to something like a Tabasco mm-hmm. or a crystal style hot sauce. It's basically a red cayenne pepper yeah. and vinegar base. Mm-hmm. But th- uh, oh. a crab croquette or deviled crab is absolutely something that, that cries out for a little bit of hot sauce. Mm. And you're absolutely right that that Salty. exterior has just this nice golden brown crunch to it. Mm. The interior, it, you said flaky. I mm-hmm. was also going to say it's very moist. Yeah. And just very well seasoned crab meat. And in in Tampa or in Florida throughout the state, but in mm-hmm. Tampa specifically, there's no shortage of blue crab. We have blue crab everywhere. I used to go mm-hmm. crabbing on the weekends as a kid. Oh, and you basically walk around. You know, on the beaches, you would go. You know, during the daytime, you'd walk around at night with your jeans rolled up over your knees, mm. and you basically <laughs> step on the crab and and yeah. go, grab them by the back fin and throw them in your bucket. So good. Yeah, and you know, they're it's just. An amazing taste of the sea, mm-hmm. that hit of lemon, and then that hit of the spice from that that uh, hot sauce. Oh, my dad used to to take us down to Ebor to get these yeah. to go and bring them home. More, more crab than any kind of binder inside. I just want you to know you are getting your money's worth. I'm telling you, and I. I Love these. They're amazing. What about you? I'm going to go, uh, rather from the tapas menu, I'm going to head over to the dinner entrees. And I'm going to do something that is, this is a dish that regardless of where I go, if I'm going to get um, indulgent in Cuban cuisine, very often I will go for a palomilla. Oh. And this is a marinated top sirloin that's cut very thin and then quickly grilled, basically seared on either side, and so then good. they're done. Just enough to give it a little bit of a crust on either side. So you have the slab of steak, so very thinly cut. Mm. Um, then it's topped with what they call mojo crudo, which is basically chopped onion, parsley, lime juice. That's it. And then you get this slab of steak topped with this this rough chop of onion, parsley, and lime. And then it's served on a bed of either French fries or rice with a side of plantains. Mm, mm, mm. And they serve their rice. It's a nice yellow rice with um, pimentos and, and green peas. And they do their plantains so, so nicely. This is just... Got a lot of crust char yeah this is just a a phenomenal dish you get the meatiness Mm. of the sirloin you get the bite from the white onion you get the acid from the from the lime Mm. um Mm. then you know you can pair that with maybe a bite of the plantain so you get a little bit of the sweetness and the tartness from the plantain and then of course you have the starchiness from the yellow rice and the peas this is just an amazing, amazing dish. And so if, I, I, I always like this for a lunch. This is kind of something I gr- gravitate towards for mm-hmm. a, a lunch item. But it could be a dinner too. Absolutely. Um, but it's, it's, it's under just, the dinner entrees. Yeah. But I'm just saying over yeah, the years, you, if I'm you. going out, I yeah. will grab you know this for lunch. Oh, I totally out. hear you. Yeah. And it is just so flavorful mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. simple. That's oh, what I like gosh. about it is the simplicity of it and every item 
on that plate comes through and they just complement each other so well. Oh, so yes. you, you cannot go wrong. Those are a so couple good. of my favorites from yes. the Columbia. So, so in Tampa, the Columbia restaurant is located. They have two locations in Tampa. They actually, have, yes. They have one in Ybor City, and that's the original. And then they also have one along the Tampa River Walk. Which is this location that we featured on the first episode. Correct. Of our show. Correct. So it's amazing. The view from there is amazing, beautiful. Uh, and each location is unique in terms of the architecture, but they all have some of the design elements that kind of tie them all together and are very reminiscent of the original location. Mm-hmm. A lot of you know Spanish influences and just great photos of the Gonsmart family going back you know, four generations. Oh. So from there, though, we've had some items from the Columbia. Let's head over to the Hyde Park area of Tampa. Oh. And this oh. is where the new Goody Goody is located. Uh, when the Gonsmarts purchased the rights to the Goody Goody name as well as their menu, um, they they had to find a location for it. And putting it in Hyde Park, I think, was so incredibly smart. It's just a, a couple of minutes away from Bayshore Boulevard, but it's in an area that is established, but you know, frequented by young professionals, people wanting to go out on dates. And the Goody Goody itself is a diner concept. And mm. this is a place that I would go with my parents as a kid. I never went for breakfast as a kid. We would nope. always go in the evening for dinner, for oh. burgers. And my dad was very big on burgers and milkshakes. And they did such an amazing job of taking old elements of the original goody-goody location. You know, everything is an homage to the original in terms of uh, items on the wall, color palettes, the sign itself, everything. And it is a true diner through and through and even though it is located in what you might consider a pretty high rent area of Tampa the pricing structure that they kept is right on par with the diner mm. but the food is elevated so highly so let's talk about this can i talk about should i go first yeah yeah why not all right ladies look. first I understand they are famous for their burgers. They are. It's a classic, diner classic burgers. Yeah. But. A but. I love the hot dog, which is called the Rusty. Yeah, it's kind of hard not to love that hot dog. I love the Rusty. And the Rusty comes from, the name comes from the... uh, Richard Gonsmart's dog, Rusty, that we were so lucky. We were so lucky to meet Richard and Rusty Yeah, we, at Goody Goody. Yeah, we stopped in for lunch one day as we were heading through Tampa, and we happened to run into Richard and his dog oh. and struck up conversation, and boom. Shortly there, after there Goody Goody go. reopened, yeah. Yeah, and it was. Uh, it w- I actually got the opportunity to thank Richard. Uh, he, he, at the time he didn't know me from Adam 
And I, I was like, you know, yeah. you brought back a piece of my childhood. Mm. And that's something that I appreciate very much. It's it's amazing. So I, I can't help but love this hot dog because of his precious boy, Rusty. And you got to pet Rusty. And it, yeah, and I, you know we love we're dog people. We love dogs, but I love hot dogs. We'll talk when about it comes to dog. eating for six ninety five. Okay, like you talked about with diner prices, mm-hmm. a dog with a bite, goody goody chili, shredded cheddar, onions, raw onions, blistered jalapenos. It says R G. I mean that's Richard Gonsmart, right? Mm-hmm. His favorite. His all-time favorite dog. And I'm telling you, this is, uh, is it a foot long? Is it longer? It's a quarter pound Florida all-beef frankfurter. I just, I mean, if you see pictures of this, it is a beast. It is a beast. The roll is soft. The dog is charred. The jalapenos give a bite, but not too much because they've been blistered. They've themselves. been blistered themselves. The, ch- the shredded cheddar adds a salty sharpness and the chili. Oh, if you love a good chili dog, get this. That is all I'm saying. Yeah, I actually, um, I'm going to chime in because that, bur- that, that burger, that, <laughs> uh, that hot dog is Ugh. enormous. It mm. is messy. So Their good. chili is made fresh in-house every day. Out. It's diner chili. It is Ugh. diner chili. It is so stick to your ribs, meaty, beany, just amazing stuff. Mm. And you get this thing. It's a knife and forker almost. Yeah. They don't get fancy with Mm-mm. the the uh, the pepper. They blister it. The like you said, the Just there's char on the dog. So yep. the dog, I think, is charred on the flat top. Well, I don't know because it's covered in that massive chili and just cheese and, and raw onions and jalapenos. Oh my goodness! Yeah, they they do just an amazing job with that dog, and I'm mm. I'm right there with you. I think that's an amazing. Item. But you would choose something different. I'm going to go with a little something different here. And what is it? Well. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, Sorry. They make. I just know where One of on. the most amazing dessert items. And this is this is saying something. Don't ring no, it. No, like, We do not have. Okay, th- okay. this. We're not talking weather. We're okay. talking food. Okay. I'm not normally a sweets person, as I most of you know. That's why I want to ring the bell, is because you never talk about sweets that you love. Very rarely. Oh. But if you go to the Goody Goody, you have to get their Annabelle Johnson's famous Goody Goody butterscotch pie. Mm, mm, mm. This butterscotch pie is, has an amazing flaky crust oh, that's yes. not too thick and not too tough. It actually is very, very flaky. It mm. has a rich, silky, somewhat dense butterscotch filling. Oh, it's so good. Then they top this thing, and I'm not kidding. If It's at least an inch thick. Of meringue. Oh, it's so... This fresh meringue that they do, and then they 
toast Yoga. the meringue. They toast it. So you are getting this oh. this multiple layers of flavor. You get this delicious meringue. You're getting this amazing butterscotch, smooth butterscotch filling. You're getting this great crust, but you're getting the crunch from the initial uh, toasted top of the mm. meringue, then the mm-hmm. smoothness of the meringue, then oh. the creaminess of the butterscotch, then the flakiness of the of the of the crust. This is it's multiple levels of sweetness. It is, but it's not too bad. And no. if you get this with a cup of their diner coffee, they actually do their own. They get uh, custom coffee roasted for the goody goody. Mm. Uh, this is one of those those dishes that pairs perfectly with a cup of black diner coffee. Oh, it's so good. I just want to bring a whole pie back home for Thanksgiving. The problem with a whole pie is it would last forever because the the this pie is so rich. It is so decadent, but it is amazing. Challenge accepted. <laughs> And actually, it's kind of funny. If you go online right now to goodygoodyburgers.com, the bright red banner at the top says <laughs> online ordering yeah. deadline for Thanksgiving pies has passed. So mm-hmm. you're out of luck to go in there and get it. It doesn't say you're out of luck. It just says, you know, you can't walk, order online. Walk in sales are available, but it's, you know, while supplies last. So they won't last long. Mm-hmm. It, they, this is. For somebody who doesn't really like sweets that much, you love this. This pie is amazing. It's a taste of my childhood, but mm-hmm. it, independent of that, it's probably one of the best butterscotch pies you could get anywhere. Yes. So that's the goody goody. You lay Yeah. So now, if you're in Hyde Park, now you're going to head back towards downtown and along the Hillsborough River, heading up the river towards the Armature Works. And next to the Armature Works is the old, I believe it's an old water um, water facility. Uh, used to be water a po- facility. Uh, well, I mean, the Eulalie used to be a police precinct too, oh, right? I, I don't know. That's what Tim said in the interview. Okay. Yeah. I'll take your word for that one. I so forgot that. I forgot that little fact. Yeah. But it's right there on the Riverwalk. Mm-hmm. And what a cool spot. The the old building that it's in, old brick, uh, they, they, they instead of knocking the old building down and putting up something new, they embrace the, the history of Tampa. They, they built this amazing outdoor area around the building. Mm. And it's got, you know, outdoor seating, an outdoor bar, but then you can go inside, and then there's two stories inside that you can eat. Oh, it's so nice. Just a beautiful facility. And Eulalie, what it does is it focuses on native to Florida ingredients. That's their focus. So you are getting vegetables and proteins that are things that you get here in Florida. And do you want me to start with this one? I do. Okay. Well, do I want to go appetizer or do I want to go entree? You know, it's really tough. I'm going to go. I don't know that we have pictures of all of that we love from you, Laylee. Well, I'm going to go with appetizer from you, Laylee, because um, it's so unique. And 
They have an item at Eulalie. It's the first thing on their appetizer menu, and it's their okra fries. I know. Oh, I love it. And it's hand-cut okra that they toss, they fry, and then they toss it in fresh-squeezed lime juice oh. and kosher salt. It's so simple. So good. They. Uh, that's all it is. It's f- naked okra fried and then a squirt of lime and salt and that's it and then they have a house-made ketchup that they serve it with Mm. this is one of those things that as you eat it you want to eat more of it yes the the okra you need more you know cooking okra you know takes care of that slimy uh, a lot of times uh, well okra is used a lot in, in gumbo gumbo and it's used as a natural thickener because the the what you know people go oh it's slimy well it's got like a like a pectin kind of thing inside of the okra well frying that kind of takes care of that so you don't get the sliminess from it and you get the okra flavor that that deep green um earthy flavor of the okra but then you get the tartness from the lime and that salty kick from the from the kosher salt and their house-made ketchup is just delicious. It's just the Amazing. perfect punch of of um, sweet and tart and, oh, so good. It is. Oh, you stole mine. I stole yours. I'm you sorry. Did. Well, I mean, uh, well, sorry. You're going to have to go with something else. You didn't sorry. tell me. Sorry. <laughs> we don't talk about it before we do it on the show. I just, I mean, oh, Eulalie has their own house-made ice cream. And there is a vanilla bean that is amazing. And I, I just, it, it, you went with something sweet when you talked about Goody Goody. And I just, it's a true classic. It's It's $6. It's. Vanilla bean ice cream made with Ugandan gold, Ugandan gold, vanilla beans. But I just want to tell you that when they bring it back, you want the maple, bacon, and bourbon dessert with this vanilla ice cream. It's ridiculous. It's amazing. It's got like candied bacon. It's got um, garnish that is uh, like it's a an uh, like an ice cream cone garnish. Yeah, they basically make like, like a round, a, like a waffle round, and, yeah. and fry it. But then it's a scoop of their vanilla ice cream with kind of like cereal. Yeah, rolled in in cornflakes. Cornflakes, and then this sauce is like a creme anglaise. With, I just, bourbon like and bourbon maple, caramel. caramel goodness in this. And I just love it. It's a beautiful dish. Mm. And it hits the, it hits every note. That mm-hmm. salty, smoky, sweet, crunchy, oh. creamy. That's, that one's ridiculous. And it's one that you can share. Oh, you'd have to share it. You can share, like, in, if it were just the, the, Two of us, when we went to do Richard's Father's Day run, mm-hmm. that is what we had for dessert. 
And yes. I just loved it. Mm. I could not agree with you more. That's what I'll say about that. Lots of great stuff on their menu, but I'll go with something sweet. Well, can I maybe give a, a runner-up? Yeah. Why? Well, because they also focus on... Well, they focus on Florida native ingredients. Oh. And there's something there that I think is so unique. Go for it. And we just had it recently when we went up there uh, so good. a couple of weeks ago for my birthday. They do a charbroiled oyster, uh, half dozens, $15. That's These are so good. barbacoa grilled with garlic butter, grated Parmesan, and Romano cheeses. So basically, you are getting these monster oysters. local oysters mm. that True. are just, the, they're about the size of the palm of my hand. And they are basically they're shucking the oysters. They're very meaty. Yeah. And then they just top them with those ingredients and they are throwing them on that on that wood barbacoa grill. <sighs> and you're getting the char from the grill mm. and the smoke mm. with those oysters. I love smoked oysters. So good. So these are nice and cooked. They're they're garlicky, they're buttery, they're cheesy, they're smoky. Ugh. And it's different from, I mean, I love raw oysters on the half shell. And they have that too. They do. But this, I don't do raw oysters. I know you don't. But this just, I just want people to know you can have it both ways. This charbroiled oysters. This is just that buttery, cheesy, and taste of the sea goodness. I know we say that a lot, but I know. because we are, I think, partially spoiled. Oh, being so close to being so close. having so much good, fresh local mm -hmm. seafood. Yeah, that yes. is true. And if you're coming to Florida and you're a seafood fan, take advantage of it. Mm. it yeah, get it where you can. And Eulaly has these charbroiled oysters. So good. So good all right so that's the little bonus for you lately there tampa trifecta for the win for the win yes so when travel gets back to normal and you're wanting to come down to florida maybe you're wanting to do a run here maybe you're just wanting to hang out with your favorite runcation podcasters, podcasters yes let us know mm. info at runeatdrink.net we will Drive up and meet you. We would love to spend the day maybe mm -hmm. doing the Tampa trifecta with you. Mm. Check these places out. Yeah. And I am very curious to try the new restaurant that, <gasps> the, yes. that the Columbia Restaurant Group has talked about. And he mentioned it oh. as he was heading out of his heading out of the interview. So Casa Santo de, uh, Santo Stefano. Did I Butcher the title? Yes. Okay, do it again. Uh, that's okay. I'm going to butcher it too. Casa Santo Stefano. Okay. We'll just listen to what he said. Yeah, what We're going to have said. a link what? to it in the show notes. What he said. This is yet again another example of this family and their dedication to preserving some of Tampa's history, finding historic places, and really expressing Tampa's history through food. It's just an amazing, amazing thing. So and good. I can't wait to try this place out. The menu looks incredible. Incredible. Expressing history and community through food. Yep. So great. What a great way to put it. Can't wait to try it and learn. And I'll work on pronouncing it. 
But before we go on, we want to say thank you very much to all of you who have decided to sponsor and become patrons of the Runny Drink Podcast. This week, we just picked up a new patron. We did. Oh, we're so excited. We, I mean, Dana always talks about every time we hear a ding from Patreon and we we get another subscriber, literally, it's very emotional for me because this is a passion project and if eventually I could do it for a living, that is my dream. Absolutely. So James Gray and... Meg and Wendell and Rob at just uh, I and Nancy and John Schroeder uh, all of you as patrons we can't thank you enough and to add to that group Josh or Chicago Mike yeah he has an alias I guess he has an alias or a nickname <laughs> Josh Osborne, and I hope we're pronouncing that right. I don't know. But he is a brand new patron of the show. He is a founder of the show, and he has his name and lights at runeatdrink.net on our patron wall. Just go on down to the bottom, click on the patron wall. You can see all of our patrons. We love you guys, and we cannot thank you enough for giving just a little bit to help keep the lights on and the bandwidth flowing. You know, we... we have talked about it in the past. The fact of the matter is that um, you know we can't travel that much right now, but we have big plans for the podcast once travel gets back to normal. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you guys are willing to support us in our endeavor mm-hmm. is going to help us be able to do that. So we developed three different levels of monthly support, $2, $5, or $10. And each of those levels has its own special perks. Like at the $5 level, Josh is getting a shout out on this show and upcoming shows because we love our patrons so much, as well as his name on the wall at runnydrink.net slash patron dash wall. And he gets access to my uh, my little podcast series that I've been woefully, um, I, I'm having a hard time with it. I'm, I, I'm not, You're having a hard time? I'm having a hard time. Oh. Because I'm just like, ah, I don't have new stuff to talk about yes, you do. for this. But I do this week. It's it. It's I the challenge of the holidays. It's not a weekly thing. It's just kind of a when it's appropriate thing. Because what I don't want to do is just, just say stuff to be saying stuff. I, I want to make sure I've got new things to share with you guys. And I do. Yeah. And when I do get on there, it's something that's from the heart. And I hope that it's, you know, interesting i'm trying to keep it interesting but Mm. you know not going to be fake and i think it's just a a peek behind the scenes that just lets everybody get to know us a little better yeah well i'm going to give him a peek behind the scenes um we are in the process of designing or building our set Mm -hmm. here in the runny drink podcast towers and I think part of that series is going to be giving everybody a look at what the office looks like now versus what it's going to look like when it's all done. That's great. And get everybody ready because we're eventually going to be doing some video live streaming. Yeah. But we have to get this place set up for that. So we're on the uh, move. I'm literally waiting on an Amazon delivery as we are <laughs> recording this yes. so that I can do it. 
But yes. that'll be part of this series as well. And then ultimately, we're going to cap it off at the end of the year with finding out whether or not I'm able to get off of uh, some medications. Yeah. As I so. start working towards better health. Stay tuned for that. And just think about all the runners in your life, the foodies in your life, the beer aficionados that becoming a patron of the Runny Drink podcast and introducing your friends and family to this, this would be a great gift heading into the holiday season. It really would. And it would give them, you know, great ideas of places to go and food and drink to indulge and explore once they've accomplished their goals doing their races. So Yes, plus it gives us the ability to to bring content to you even when, you know, being a travel podcast for runners is crazy in this year and presents its own challenges. So our show will always be free, but if you're looking for a way to support us and you want to connect with more of the Runcation Nation, go to patreon.com slash runningdrinkpodcast. And we can't thank every one of our patrons enough for supporting us in that way. So, we've eaten the Tampa trifecta. Let's drink the Tampa trifecta. Oh. Uh, shall we start with the Columbia? Let's go back to the Columbia. We're back in Ebor. You're uh, at the Columbia restaurant. What is the thing that really you think is a must get for somebody trying the Columbia restaurant? I think it's the Sangria de Cava. Ooh. I think it's the Sangria de Cava. And I think that in our feed on runnydrink.net, if you search for it, you will find a little video showing a tableside at the Tampa Riverwalk location, a, a tableside creation of the Sangria de Cava. And it is only available you you can't get it by the glass so when you invite your favorite podcasters to join you at the columbia (laughs) we can split a picture we can split a picture (laughs) no i think they're doing it by the glass now that they've reopened honestly but uh, but i'm not sure but why do that go all in absolutely go all in it's a it's a sparkling wine and it's it's spanish and it also has there's orange liqueur there's fresh citrus juice there's brandy and it in normal times we had it table side yeah they would do a table side side presentation where Mm -hmm. they they make a big show out of and they muddle the the muddle the citrus right in and then they add the brandy and they top it with the kava the bubbling it's and now they just they they mix the pitcher and they bring it to your table and then you know you have the glasses and i just think you know some sangrias can be too sweet to have with a meal but i just think this is a nice combination it's not it's not dry like like a red sangria can be maybe okay. maybe it is bubbly citrusy, little bit sweet. And I love it. It's light. Nice call. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with cocktail. And this is one that one that we've done on the show and or referenced on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this one is probably one of my favorites that they make bar none and this is called pete's manhattan yes we've talked about this this is named for, so good this is named for bartender pete scaglioni his very own recipe using private knob creek bourbon loose style vermouth and a hint of ramazzotti amaro served up or on the rocks you had it for your birthday i did have it for my birthday yeah. this is just an amazing smooth delicious slightly sweet, slightly smoky Manhattan. There's no wrong way to have it. You could have it up. You could have it on the rocks. It's great both ways. I like it on the rocks. Um, you can't go wrong. This is, uh, I will say this one, this one packs a punch. Oh, yes. I say because drink responsibly. All of the ingredients in this drink are are alcoholic so this one does pack a punch but this is just i think one of their best cocktails oh, it's so good really very uh powerful now if you're heading over to goody goody what oh. is it that you're going to get from the diner okay but look they have mimosas at brunch you know they do yeah they have mimosas but it's fresh squeezed orange juice and uh bubbly but what I really want to highlight is a non-alcoholic drink because there's old Meeting House vanilla ice cream on their menu that is incredible. And when you put it in a root beer float, oh. that is amazing. It comes to your table. You need a towel or a napkin underneath it. Because it spills over. It is first, it is served in a frosted mug. What a great classic presentation. A frosted glass mug. And it has plenty of ice cream. And then the, the root beer is just, you know, the right amount of a little bit of spice or, or, or tartness with the sweetness of the vanilla such a great vanilla and the vanilla bean flavor in the ice cream. So this could be a dessert, not necessarily a beverage, I guess. Right. But I enjoyed it as a beverage when we stopped through there on the way to Orlando once, and it was just incredible. I can't uh, disagree with your, your uh, pick there. Mm. That's a very good one, but I'm also going to go non-alcoholic. Right? Good. And I referenced it a little bit earlier, but I love the fact that their diner coffee is something that they have been serving at the Goody Goody since 1921. And this Yum. is their American roasted coffee. Mm. It's two bucks for a cup of coffee there, or $1.95. It is their American roasted coffee, roasted by Naviera Coffee Mills. I think the mug makes it, like, and it, you know, it's a it's a yeah. classic, yeah, you know, slightly convex uh, ceramic coffee mug with their goody goody logo on it. That's and great. It's just fantastic, and it's just a great cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. It's it's classic, traditional, and it goes great with the pie or the ice cream, or anything else. I'm and sure with it's, with the breakfast. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. And so. 
Yeah, we didn't even get into the breakfast yeah. and dishes there. So but that would yeah. be my pick for the goody mm. goody. Yeah. What about you, Laylee? I ladies first. This oh. way, I don't steal yours. Well, it's okay that you st- that you stole mine because we we highlighted a lot that was so incredible in terms of their food menu. So that's a good thing. Uh-huh. So that our listeners are well prepared when they come. True to experience you lately i have to say the wedding beer is just wonderful i mean there is a brewery on site if tim is there and he can take you on a brewery tour all the better tim shackton the head brewmaster at you lately mm-hmm is doing the Lord's work and oh. what he's making. He is so creative, and he oh. is just making amazing beers. He's doing stuff for charity. He's doing stuff for for special events around Tampa. Like the Gasparilla. So, I mean, and it's... he's making the, the beer for the restaurant, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's doing all that. But he also, I'm just telling you, he loves it there. You will see him... In the restaurant, talking to tables, you know, he's right now he's got the mask on and he's going to tables and he's making sure everybody is familiar with the beer list and answers any questions about it. And he just, he knows what will pair well with their food. He does. And And, and he talks about that where they actually talk and, and collaborate with the Chef, Chef, yeah. About ingredients and beer pairings and, and what goes well and, and what will complement. They're very, very cognizant of that. Yeah, and if you can't make up your mind, you know, uh, when we f- were first there, we had a flight. So the the wedding beer is a fruit beer, but it's not overly sweet. It's a traditional unfiltered lager infused with a light blend of, blend of natural Black and red berries. Fruit balances with light malt and a delicate finish. It's 5% ABV and 18 IBU, uh, according to Untapped. I just... It looks like a rose gold color. Yes. And it ta- it's, it's light in body. It's not overly sweet, so it's not a dessert beer. Not at all. And I just think, you know, if you have some of those okra fries or those oysters, it is, it's a refreshing beverage to have with those appetizers or with, it, with a heavier entree like a ribeye or the pork chop. Mm-hmm. Oh, Well, I can say that my cousin, when Tim stopped by our table... He was doing the rounds in the restaurant a couple of weeks ago, and my cousin had the wedding beer on our recommendation. Yes. And when he stopped by, she said, this might be the best beer I've ever had. Yay! And she's normally like a like a cocktail or wine connoisseur. Yes. Yeah. But she really liked that wedding beer. Mm-hmm. And I love the wedding beer, too. I think you, you chose very, very wisely. It's awesome. If I could have it here at home... You know, more frequently, more frequently, I would. I hear so you. great. 
I hear you. I'm going to go with something off of the beer list as well. I'm going to go with something that's a little more, uh, again, I'm going off the reservation here. You're going off the reservation? I'm going to go with their Green Cannonball (gasps) IPA because, number one, we happen to be enjoying some as we are recording. Um, This is one of those rare occasions where they make a killer IPA that makes a non-IPA fan like me love it. They describe this as assertively hopped with a domestic and South Pacific blend of hops with flavor notes of stone fruit and citrus rind. And this one you, packs a bigger punch than wedding beer. This one clocks in at 7.5% yeah. ABV, and yeah. I would agree with everything. It is. It does have a hoppy uh, nose and finish. Yeah, It does give you flavors of... Maybe a little bit of apricot and date, and then the citrus rind, like maybe on the Ooh, end, like, a rind, like yeah. the the rind of a of uh, a grapefruit mm-hmm. on the end. Yeah, and it's just got this nice citrusy note to it that I really like. I again, I'm I'm a not generally an IPA fan. I'm definitely not a real piney resiny IPA fan. But when you start getting into the citrusy ones, yeah. I, I can go with that. I think it would go famously well with the okra fries. This would go, uh, that, yeah, this is one of those that would go very well, really with a lot of things across the board. Mm-hmm. You just can't have a lot of them. Right. At 7.5% ABV. They, yeah. they do have a great uh, light beer there also, just kind of an honorable mention, that mm-hmm. one that they call their Ooh, hy- yeah. hydration station. Love it. It's an American light lager. It clocks in at 3% ABV. Did he say that they bring some of that to the Gasparilla or no? I don't remember. Gosh, they should if they don't. And yeah, it's basically like a, a Mexican style lager, like a like a Modelo Especial, yeah, that type. Uh, very very light in body, light in flavor, oh. and that's a, that's another great one to uh, to so. consider if you're looking for something what out in the heat. And if, if you're, you're looking for a red ale, Rusty's red ale is great too. Yeah, their their beer game is very so strong. strong. So. You can't go wrong there. So, so good. That is our pick from you lately, and that means... We have several picks, you know. Picks. I mean, you know. But that means that we have finished the Tampa trifecta. And I know it's probably an oversized episode. Maybe. But we just have to say we are giving thanks to being able to run virtually with with our Runcation Nation throughout this year. And to connect virtually with all of you by doing our Facebook and Instagram lives. Mm -hmm. The fact that you guys are willing to come into our homes for an hour, usually once a week, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just been phenomenal in helping us get through this time. And we hope that we've been able to do the same for you. Yes. And we've been able to share with you a fantastic run that supports a great organization in the Moffitt Center, the Cancer Center. And we hope that you'll join us in running that. We'll put links in the show notes and as well as to all of these fabulous places for you to check out. So what we would like for you to do this week, share what you're thankful for. Leave us a one-minute message with your name, where you're from, and what you want to share. At info at runnydrink.net. You can just record it on your phone and email it to us or do it old school. Leave us a message. 941 677 
941-677-2733. That's 941-677-2733 or info at runnydrink.net. If you want more content like this, like our newest patron, Josh, please consider supporting the show and get some bonus content over on Patreon or on Podbean. If you're in there, the patron program is exactly the same as Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash runnydrinkpodcast or in Podbean, go to the top of our podcast page and click on the Become a Patron button. Mm. Well... Thank you for joining us on your long run, your commute to work, around the house, wherever you are, on your Thanksgiving holiday. We wish you the happiest of Thanksgivings, wherever you are. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe. Stay well. Happy Thanksgiving, and we will talk to you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run Eat Drink Podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run Eat Drink Pod. You can also give us a call at 941 677 2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.